You are now tuned into the Forever One Marriage and Relationship Podcast with Team Wade. Get ready for tools to create a healthy marriage and relationship the godly way. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Team Wade. What's happening? Hope all is going well for you and yours. It's a new year, and I hope you are doing well this year with your family. We got a great topic. We're going to start the year off right with this awesome topic. 2023. <laughs> Amen. Well, this is what we're going to talk about today, the importance of having a healthy, intimate sex life. With your spouse. With your spouse. Nobody else. <laughs> Amen. We have to put that disclaimer out yeah, there. Yeah, you got to put that in the day that we live in. We with live in a perverted your, day today. With your spouse, not with your boo or your paramour. With, with your Ooh. spouse, your living boyfriend. What did you just say? <laughs> Team Wade is a, a marriage ministry. So we want to make sure that we are giving you tools for a successful marriage. And it's a biblical marriage ministry. The biblical way. We believe what God said in every way concerning marriage because nowadays people want to put a twist on whatever they think and whatever they believe. And the Bible talks about there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. And we got a lot of semen right people. So we want to put that out there as well, that we believe in marriage the biblical way. Amen. uh, The biblical way of marriage. But today, there are so many variables to why people are not experiencing a healthy sex or intimate life with your spouse. It could be health issues. Past trauma. Past traumas. Yes. uh, So many different variables. Business of life. Not communicating properly. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, all the issues with a young family and, yes. and the frustration of all of that. Spouses feeling overwhelmed. Uh, wives, if you're overwhelmed with the children. Husbands, if you're overwhelmed with work or overwhelmed with just, you know, uh, the responsibilities that you have. All of that stress can affect uh, you becoming uh, intimate with one another. And so we want to give you some tools to help make sure yeah. that if it's not an issue, it never becomes an issue. Or if it is an issue, that we can resolve the issue for you. Yeah. So the, so the most important thing is first, we got to understand what has what did God have to say about that? Because right. he has a lot to say. Mm-hmm. And we're going to read to you out of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, beginning at verse 1. But we want to attack all of those issues because it could be health, mm-hmm. it, it could be past trauma, it could be the business, it could be issues that you all are conflicting with each other. But at the uh, the main thing is this: mm-hmm. having a, a, a healthy, intimate sex life is so vitally important Definitely. for the bonding of couples because you become one when you do it, mm-hmm. and it helps emotionally uh, help the marriage to be emotionally healthy. Right. And so we want to make sure that uh, we get you out of that stuck place. If you're stuck, I've talked to people that have where once or twice a year that they have been intimate with each other or months and months. And I mean, and there's no health issues. No, no, no health issues. Wow. It's just some other stuff going on. And so that is not healthy for a marriage. God's way. And so we want to address that because a lot of times you don't get a lot of teaching on this. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when even the topic of intimacy or sex comes up, 
it's always from a perverted way, the way the devil puts it out, and we never get God's way of dealing with sex. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's deal with it. Amen. Let's look at what God said. First uh, Corinthians 7, beginning at verse 1, now concerning the things of which you wrote to me. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, because of sexual immorality. Now, what is sexual immorality? That's unlawful sex. So because of unlawful sex. Now, what is unlawful sex? Any sex outside of the covenant of marriage between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to say that for the day that we live in, because now you got all of the uh, other stuff that is happening out here with the same sex stuff and the trans and every other thing. And eventually it would eventually get into bestiality and all types of stuff. Perversions, but, basically. But, all of the but things, that's the world's way. Yeah. It's but, not God's way. But God always let us know what his intent was. Right. So when he made Adam, he presented Eve to her and uh, Adam looked at her and called her womb man. Right. A, a man with a womb. Right. Not a man made womb. <laughs> God made the woman with the womb. Not man like they're doing today. Right. But so, and then God said, you should leave mother and father and leave. You should leave mother and father and cleave unto your wife mm -hmm. and the two shall become one flesh. Yes. So he made them male and female. Mm -hmm. So God made it very clear of what his will was from the beginning. And so that is the perspective that we teach from uh, uh, because we believe the word of God. So notice he said, it is good for a man not to touch a woman, nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, unlawful sex. Let each man have his own wife, wife. and let each woman have her own husband. husband, not somebody else's husband. That's adultery, but your own, the one that you have committed into covenant marriage with mm -hmm. where you went and got your license, you, you said your vows and you consummated it with intimacy, with sex. Okay. Amen. But verse three goes on to say, let the husband, I love this, render to his wife the affection. Look at the word he's saying. Due to her. The affection that is due to her. So that belongs to you when you're married. It's an affection that comes in the marital bed that God intended to happen between a husband and wife. Mm -hmm. And he said, the affection, render the affection that's due to wife, that's due to her. And likewise, also the wife to her husband. The wife does not, verse four, have authority. Look at the type of language he's using. The authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. He's talking about sex. Mm -hmm. This is what he's talking about. I don't have a right to withhold my body from her, and she don't have a right to withhold her body from me. Now, we're going to go into more clarification on what we're saying because we know abuses happen in any and everything. Absolutely. Because the Bible says... A false balance is an abomination. We're talking about depriving yes. one another of yes. what's due to them in yes. terms of intimacy. Yes. And so we're going to come back and deal more with that. So verse five, it says, 
Do not deprive one another except there it is. for consent There it is that you may give yourselves to fasting and praying. So you can't fast in a way with no intimacy without the permission of your spouse. Right. Now, this is what God said that, hey, if you don't fast intimacy, you got to get permission to do that. Absolutely. You can there fast all a, the food you want. There needs to be agreement. <laughs> you know, there needs to be agreement. You can fast all the food, the TV, the social media, whatever else. Mm-hmm. But if you want to put intimacy in there, you must get permission based on the word of God. And that's what God is saying. Mm-hmm. He said, do not deprive one another except uh, with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to fast and prayer and come together again. Look at this. So that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So the appetite of sex between marriage is so strong that if you stay away from it too long, the enemy can get in there and create some marital problems Mm -hmm. with infidelity coming to the forefront. That's exactly right. And so this is a biblical perspective. So let's begin to unpack some things. Let's take some layers of starting with. Uh, childhood trauma. It's real. Health issues. That's real. Let, let's keep coming down to the issues that we address. Okay. So let's some of the hindrances that. to uh, couples being intimate on a regular basis is that um, one spouse may have some tra- childhood trauma uh, in terms of sex abuse or yep. uh, something. Pedophilia, uh, what they, they was incest, a rape, incest, incest, or something that traumatic that, that happened, happened to them yep. that could be a mental stronghold when it comes to becoming intimate with with their spouse. And so it's important to have those conversations with your spouse so that they won't feel like you're rejecting them when in actuality you're living with a mental stronghold that you need healing and deliverance from because of the trauma. And I recommend counseling from a professional level Uh, may also be needing some deliverance in that uh, as well. And so that's one way uh, that intimacy can be hindered. Especially if, you know, when your spouse is touching you in a certain way and it could it's trigger triggering some things, some you all need to have some discussions. Yes. So the spouse won't be feeling Neglected. any type of rejection and mm-hmm. neglection. Absolutely. Uh, feeling like that you're neglecting them or that you are rejecting them and it creates other issues. Uh, and so that is so important that you begin to have those conversations. Absolutely. Talk about it and get help. The other thing is health issues. Now, some of these health issues will probably... A lot of them, I wouldn't say all of them, uh, are probably deriving from poor eating habits oh, wow. that causes low libido or that causes, you know, you, oh, you uh, to, to be unhealthy in yeah. your uh, weight or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes some uh, couples have issues with one spouse not being attracted to a per- one of their other spouses that had you know that has gained a lot of weight because of the well, food. Let's save that one. Let's stick with the health. Okay, so <laughs> so it's so many different variables, but yeah, health issues can be a reason why. So it's important if that's it to change your diet, seek out information to help you uh, eat foods that will help heighten. So let's let's deal with that okay. when we talk about health issue. Hormone imbalances. Hormone imbalances. So the the women, they have to have a, a healthy level of estrogen. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, men and women both have the hormone uh, 
testosterone. Of, uh, testosterone and estrogen, mm -hmm. but a woman should have more estrogen than she does testosterone. And so if her testosterone levels are not where they should be, that could affect uh, her intimacy level or the desire or the appetite to want to be in the same way with a man. We as men, we're built to have high testosterone levels that makes us male, that makes us, that cause us to have sex drive, that causes us to build muscle and mm -hmm. mental clarity mm -hmm. and all of those different things. Blood and even flow, it's blood really flow that, that allows the erection. And especially as you get older, if you're having heart issues, blood pressure issues, that's going to affect blood flow to the to the penis. And so you got to make sure that you're eating the right things that, that causes that blood to properly thin out. Absolutely. Without placking and making Which is sure things like fruit, fruit, vegetables, pomegranates, less fatty uh, beets. foods. I mean, all Stop of these all the things. Fried foods. Stop you, eating all the fried foods. Stop eating all the fried foods. You and and you need to get your testosterone levels checked. Absolutely. Because you're beginning to find yourself. What's going on? The problem is that there are health issues that are affecting, and we have to be aware of those things. Absolutely. We are not robots, and life happens. Health happens. Uh, problems in life happens. And but don't eat, aid the problem no, with their bad no, eating habits. No, no. And then also take supplements. There are supplements yes. out there. They're available to help you with that on both sides, uh, husbands and wives. Yes. Okay. Was well, that another? Now you can go one? back to the one that you you were talking about. Uh, when a certain a spouse gains weight yes. and um, one spouse may lose attraction for that particular spouse, and you have to work really hard you know, to see beyond the outer appearance, but that's, that's, that's an issue. So we, we can't ignore that. It's, it's real. It's real. Uh, not that the spouse doesn't love you anymore, but you can still be in love with someone and not be really uh, physically attracted to them anymore. And so that's a real issue. You need to have a conversation about that so that you won't create a hindrance to your spouse. Now, if there's a medical issue, then, you know, there that's something where you have to really work hard and work beyond what you physically see. And, and you have to, uh, you know, just really remind yourself how you love this person and you have a desire the person, for them. not necessarily the yeah, outer not what Not what you're looking at. And so you you have to push yourself through, yeah. but still have some conversations around it, but that doesn't still give you the right to deprive Absolutely. what is due them. And so you all need to uh, really have those conversations. I like the principle that you always give out of Proverbs. I believe it's 12 and 1. Mm -hmm. uh, how when... No, it wasn't 12. I can't five. remember. Okay. Five and 19, I believe. Okay. So when uh, my husband was getting over uh, coming out of the world and, and dealing with lust and perversion, he had to retrain his mind that nothing and nobody else attracts him, only his wife's wife. eyes and breasts and all of that. He's attracted only to her. And so that took a renewal process. Yep. And so I recommend that you read that scripture and meditate on that scripture and you'll begin to see your soul will begin to line up with what you've been professing uh, concerning your spouse. And so you can't just be only the outer part and be like, well, I'm just not attracted to you. Right. No, 
you have to work through your mind while at the same time, if there's not a problem where there, uh, what, what, are, what causes where some women can't lose weight because of, I forgot what your thyroid, yeah. uh, hypothyroidism. Yeah. And so it's um, different things like that. But other than but that. Food, let me say this. this. It goes back to food. Food yeah. will help cure all a lot a lot of that. Now, it could be somebody's on steroid medication yeah. and they cause a lot of weight gain. Yep. But I'm going to tell you, it's the food. Primarily, all the illnesses. 99.9%. Take it for someone who is, you know, overcoming that, that thyroid issue on yeah. uh, it's 99.9% of the food that you've ingested that has caused your immune system to become highly inflamed and causing a lot of and the that's sicknesses. That's it right there. It's being inflamed, mm-hmm. which causing toxins and fluid retention Absolutely. in our bodies. Lack of exercise. All yeah. of that is and relevant. That's something that you all could build on together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bond has to be more than physical because physical can change so you got to reprogram your mind and it's really important to support your spouse if they are going through that type of thing you know be there for them to help them work out to motivate them do it together yes there are couples uh, workout programs that i've seen online so do your research and really try to resolve the issue as opposed to looking at it negatively and checking out that's mm-hmm. so good. So I hope this has really helped you guys on today. Take these principles and well, apply we didn't them. Get everything. We didn't, oh, I thought we, we, we did. More. We didn't deal with the busy life. Oh yeah. Oh, well, maybe a part so two. Layers on that. Well, we'll do it part two then. Let's <laughs> let's save it for part two. We can do a part two because we we have to deal with all of that because there are other layers. They are of the reason why you don't have a healthy sex life, and then we didn't deal address some of the other issues. So we will save it for a part two Mm -hmm. uh, because we want to make sure that you have a healthy marriage and part of having a healthy marriage is having a healthy, intimate sex life. And you got to work hard to make sure that you keep it as such. Absolutely. Well, God bless you all. I hope this has blessed you. Make sure you comment. We want to hear from you. If it's nothing but amen, it's a blessing. I want to hear hear more than amen. Tell us what what Team Wade is doing for you. Absolutely. If it's being a blessing to content. And also, if you want to like, share, and follow, if you hadn't already, uh, we would love uh, that so others could be blessed by the content that we put out. All right. God bless you all. We'll see you next time. Team Wade signing out. Holla.